Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into a brand new episode of the Face Turn Podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. I'm Noah Trombley, joined tonight by the full crew. I've got Allison Wiener, Jeff Knapp, Lawrence Patchman Lang, and the pun master himself, Mike Rifkin. How are we all doing tonight, folks? Good. Doing too sweet. And ah. for one moment in WWE, now we're on to the next. Yes, we are. Uh, we will get into our backlash predictions. That's going to be the main focus of this episode in, in a little bit. But the thing we want to get to first is we want to we finally have the full results of the WWE draft that took place this past week on SmackDown and this past week on Raw. A lot of movement in in the uh, between the two rosters. A lot of NXT people getting called up, um, but. As far as overall thoughts, you know, I'll just throw it to you first, Mike. It just felt, eh, it felt kind of pointless to me. What about you? It just felt like certain people swapped shows. Mm-hmm. And then we just get away from certain storylines. Because now, I, I don't know, R- Rhea goes to Raw while she's a SmackDown champion. Bianca goes to SmackDown. So we're just doing the same thing we did with Charlotte and Beck. They, they can't help themselves in doing that. They can't help themselves. Yeah, um, the the one thing I was really hoping for, and, and this is going to annoy a lot of people, I was hoping they would separate Reigns and Solo from the Usos to then start seeing the cracks a little bit in the bloodline based on the main event for Backlash. And but it, that it just, didn't happen. It just sucks too because, like, it, why wouldn't you take the bloodline all together? Aren't the Usos still part of the bloodline? I don't well, think they've been kicked out. I, I, I mean, yeah. technically, if we're going back to, I don't know who pointed out if it was me. you or else. Technically, me. Paul Heyman first... was the first pick. Yes, Paul Heyman yeah. was the first well, name picked just, out. Just the way they did that, it was very odd. It was just like, why are the Usos separate from the bloodline? Why is Ripley separate from the Judgment Day? Why is, um, oh God, they like. But the LWO, you can take as a whole group. You get Ray, Santos, uh, Raul, uh, Zelina Vega. Like, why? It just didn't seem like they had really a plan. Um, I mean, I heard from backstage. It was very chaotic, the whole draft thing. People were just shocked. They were scared. Like, they didn't know where they were going. And then also going to the NXT route. Like, you have two champions. Yeah. Three champions. One of them vacated the NXT women's title on Tuesday. Well, and that was the thing I was going to send to you, Allie, was you brought up these NXT people. One of them just won their t- their title like two weeks ago. Yeah. And it's like, now what? What did you plan with the NXT women's tag titles? We know what's happening with the women's title. We're going to see a, a new champion at Battleground. I'm like, you're now bringing Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. I mean, yay. But then again, do you realize it's a little early for them. Mm-hmm. Let them have their run. It feels like it's going to be rushed. And at this point, I don't think there's any legit NXT women's, NXT tag team, like women's tag team. Your other NXT women's tag team is also on the main roster on the other brand. Mm-hmm. So the only question would be, are you going to merge the women's tag titles and have it on all three brands? Maybe. Uh, Jeff, your overall reaction to the draft. Um. Well... Overall, it was okay. It was nice to see a few people move. Uh, the one thing that 
Okay, so you you got you know the Raw Women's Champion Bianca going from Raw to SmackDown. Like the guys said before, they just can't help themselves, and it's like okay, one time in the past they did it fine. More than once, it's like come on, and then you take Becky Lynch right after her. Why are you taking a non-champion? I, I mean, I could understand if you, you know, it, it would have made a little bit more sense if you took, say, Bianca, and then the next pick, you're like, okay, well, you took our champion, we're going to take your champion, and, you know, and go from there. That made no sense. And, you know, and some, you know, like, say, splitting up certain groups, like the bloodline got split up a little bit, but, like, Imperium didn't, uh, the OC didn't. Um, the LWO didn't, that was a little odd. And for the life of me, I cannot figure out why you're taking both women's championships off of NXT. Now I understand now they're going to, they're going to, uh, vacate the title, at least for the women's championship. We, we don't know what's going to happen with the NXT Tag Team Championships. I know they say, oh, they're bringing them to SmackDown, which we know that maybe for a week, but that'll be about it until at least their big, big show. Um, and Hit Row, they get drafted in, sure, they got drafted in the supplemental draft, but aren't you taking other teams like the Viking Raiders above mm-hmm. them? And... Um, that just made us. Though I was very happy to see Zoe Starks get called up. Yes, I love I Zoe Starks. Well deserved. I think, were... Go ahead, I think she has. Oh, I'm sorry. She, I think she has the one of the highest ceilings of any of the females on the NXT roster mm-hmm. outside of, unfortunately, Saul Ruka, who injured herself. And I was a bit devastated. I loved her. She was mm-hmm. insanely gifted. And so now we're going to probably be without her for a long period of time. Yeah, I mean, uh, there were certain people, Jeff, that I, I enjoyed that they got called up, but um, it, it, what? And you meant you went into more depth about the Bianca Rhea thing. It's like you you have Rhea win the SmackDown Women's Championship, so we we would assume she goes to SmackDown and then she immediately just gets kicked back. It's like, well, then why didn't you just have her beat Bianca? Yeah. Exactly. And just have Bianca then beat Charlotte. Like, what was the point? Again, like you said, they just can't, like I said, they can't help themselves. They have to do this, oh, the champion switched brands. It's like, because when you do that championship swap thing, it makes the titles look worthless. Because, oh, you could just interchange them out like this, and, oh, here, I'm the new SmackDown with Chevy, you're this one. It's like, no. That's yeah. so stupid, in my opinion. Uh, Patchy, your thoughts on the draft? Typical draft fashion. It really, in recent memories, it's the typical draft fashion. Little pick swap here and there. It's not like where it used to be back in the early 2000s where we were legitimately surprised, like when Cena came out to Raw in 05. Mm-hmm. Typical draft stuff. You know, they, they're they basically, they shot themselves in the foot again with swapping the title of, of um, women's titles. Like, come on, stupid. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Come on, get your shit together. And I think another thing is you if the brand split had been more respected the last couple of years, I think we all would have been more surprised by these picks. But Mike, the, people have been on different brands for 
what, the last six months? Yeah, and then randomly we'll just r- randomly appear on either show. But Yeah. <laughs> I wish they would have done it how they did it when they first did it back in, what, what was it? 2002, you know, where it was a legitimate actual shakeup and there's an actual reaction because now it's just, okay, so we swapped the women's title. Now the IC title's going to Raw, the US title's going to SmackDown. Who knows what's going to happen, what they do with the tag titles. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, you know, they create the new world title for apparently Raw, but apparently there's going to be matches on SmackDown too to crown this champion next week. I don't, I don't get it. I'm confused, but I also don't think they did this so quickly and they didn't have the proper time to just draw it out. So just finish what we're doing through Backlash. And then start the draft the Monday after. There yeah. was no reason to, to to rush this in. I don't know about you guys. And I want to get your opinion on this question because this is something I've thought about for the last few weeks. I, I feel like there's almost a power struggle going on right now behind the scenes because it feels like Triple H books half the show and then Vince books the other half. Because, you know, I'll throw it to you, Mike, first, because it's just like there are so many decisions that feel like Triple H decisions. Then there's just this that just felt all thin. So it's like, who's running this? And I think we've gone back to tug of war of who's actually in charge. Well, they could say Triple H is in charge. But then we could see the dirt sheets put out. Oh, well, Vince wasn't happy with this, this and this. And we still have to make Vince happy. Despite mm-hmm. the fact he has a terrible mustache, <laughs> so creepy. But, I don't want to tell you what he looks like with that mustache. He looks like a coffee aficionado. <laughs> God, <laughs> that's oh, the nicest but, way to say it. I think that's the nicest that is way. the nicest way to say it. But I, I think we've gone back into what the power struggle at the beginning was, and that that to me is just. What we need to figure out from Endeavor is who's actually in charge, what the hell's going on, because this is, you're right in the sense of there's things you could say, okay, that's got Triple H's fingerprints all over. Then next segment, uh, it's a Vince thing. Mm -hmm. And that diversity of it just doesn't work. Right. for, For me. And Allie, to throw to you, I mean, I I don't know about you, uh, but to me, it's like if you're doing this whole power struggle thing, honestly, Endeavor, just pick a side because I think having this power struggle is worse than having either Vince or Triple H just fully in charge. That is totally true. But then again, you have to also think, look at what's been happening. Compare Vince McMahon, first half of 2022 versus the Triple H's run, second half of 2022. Look at the difference right there. Yep. Look at the locker room as well. Look at backstage. Now it's like with this whole mixing, it's like you're walking, you're back to where it was in the beginning of 2022. You're walking on these eggshells, mm-hmm. hoping that you don't crack anything or right. get fired. Yeah. Um, Jeff, to, to you, to throw a question to you, do, do you think 
Do you think Endeavor will step in eventually, or do you think they're just going to kind of let this go and just be like, "Meh, we'll we'll see what happens." I think they'll let. I'll think they'll let. I think they'll let it go and see where it goes from here. And because they pretty much took that approach with Dana White in the UFC, um, they kind of let him do his deal, and it's been very successful mm-hmm. for all of Vince's shortcomings and what we don't like about him. You know, he's still produced one way or another by hook or by crook, the most successful business entertainment business in the world. Right. Uh, I, 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 some point uh, it, it could change when they, plus they, I don't think they fully have taken over yet. I think right. that comes a little bit down the line. So there's only probably so much they can do. So probably come, I don't know when they're going to take over fully so let's just i'm gonna guess second half of 23 they're supposed to take over yeah so once september october comes around november then i really want to see what type of difference is really there Mm. that's where i'll be able to judge a little bit better until then you know i think sure triple h is probably more creatively in charge but i you know vince is now able to step back in and make the changes where he really, really wants them. Right. Um, which is, you know, it's probably not good. It's like at any job when you get micromanaged like that, there's, you know, it mm-hmm. lowers morale. Well, um, well, people think Vince is out of touch and in certain aspects, he is out of touch in certain ways, but the man mm-hmm. can still throw us a curveball. Like we never thought Cesaro when he was, or Claudio, when he was part of WWE back then, Cesaro, we never thought he was going to get that WrestleMania victory. We thought he was just going to lose. And no, he got a WrestleMania event. He he got the slight push to go against Roman. And yes, ultimately he lost to Roman, but still it showed that Vince could push someone and the fans can get behind. We thought he would never pull the trigger on Kofi. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. Well- you gotta, you gotta remember those things were fan force more than well well still vince could still say ah, screw that i ain't doing that think about it we thought cody was getting well granted this is triple h's regime now but you know cody not winning you know everyone bitched at triple h for that that was okay you know think about it it's 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 this the simple things vince as the old saying goes vince knows what he's doing he's gonna not to say long-term storytell and draw something out, but he's still going to find a way to get you to tune in and be there to see the, the moment that he actually does pull the trigger. Like once again, you know, yes, Kofi and Daniel were forced triggered and they have to win or else the world's going to implode. Mm-hmm. But still Vince could have said that night. No, Daniel Bryan goes over. no, <laughs> John Cena goes over it against CM Punk. No, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's fair. It's fair points. Um, you know, we'll we'll see what the aftermath of this draft looks like because I know they've have said that the picks they don't go into full effect until after backlash. Then that's when like the yeah. picks are supposedly like. Uh-huh. I want to go back to something though that we talked about, and I was kind of thinking about it as we were talking. Yeah. The other thing that gets me about the whole draft was. You have Triple H make these picks. You have Road Dog and Shawn Michaels and Adam Pierce. Where if you go back, whether it was 2002 with Ric Flair and Vince or 
2005, it was Heyman and Eric Bischoff. Can we get back to general managers instead of just all these idiots walking around in suits and then, oh, we're going to bring Rob Van Dam back for just a pop. To, to, like, to really, freaking read the card well, upside down. Right, like, well, <laughs> I well, love Rob Van Dam. Oh, so do I. He's back full time. I don't care if he's in a suit or not. Just yeah. put real general managers in charge here. Yeah, not just Adam Pierce. Yeah, we need You're right. We need... Not Adam Pearson, his really shiny head. It would be nice. <laughs> it would be nice to go back to like a true authority figure because then it would feel like an actual battle between the two of them to book the best show. Because when it was like right. Teddy Long and Eric Bischoff, it felt like they were trying to compete against each other of who could put on a better show. But we'll see what happens in the next few months. I agree with what Jeff said. I think Endeavor isn't taking over yet, so I think we'll see a real change when we get to later on in the year. That's when we will see the the true effects of the Endeavor purchase uh, come to fruition. But all right, we mentioned backlash earlier on the show. We mentioned it about the draft, and it is taking place tomorrow night, May 6th in Less San Juan. Less than 24 hours away. As 24 hours away, it's taking place in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Uh, so we're going to go right ahead and get into our predictions for this. We're going to start with Seth freaking Rollins taking on Omos in the most random match I have ever seen in my life. Mike, does Omos finally get a big win? No. No. It has to be. If we're building up the a new championship, I, I think the bulk of wrestling fans would think it's a belt for Rollins. Seth Rollins has to win. Allie? I have to agree. I feel like this was probably the most pointless match with no build-up, no anything. Like, really, what's the point of Omos versus Seth Rollins when we had no storyline to it? Mm-hmm. it? It just got announced. It was just like, oh, yeah, Seth Rollins, Omos. Like, what? That's kind of like what they did for Brock as well. Yeah. Like, it was just random, like, MVP says... I'm challenging Brock Lesnar. Why? Yeah, why? Why? Okay, I guess. You know, um, Omos just sounds like almost. And uh, I'm I almost say, done with Omos. I will <laughs> say uh, that Seth Rollins' promos the last couple weeks against Omos have been making me at least a little interested in this. How he's like, I'm I'm going to give you the best match of your career. I'm <laughs> focused on the championship, all that kind of thing. I, I, I just like that. Uh, Jeff, who are you going with? Uh, I, I'm going to go with Seth Rollins over this one. Like, I just never understood the point of having somebody the size of Omos or uh, Braun Strowman or the Big Show or any of these monsters they have who are never, ever world champions. A person of that size should be a dominant can you imagine almost or at least somebody the size and build of almost back in the 80s 70s oh my gosh he would have been world champion for god knows how long unless he was like andre (laughs) thing where it was like a special attraction but i think with seth rollins and um and the cody Rhodes thing i i do believe they're both going to win and it kind of ties in together because I think those are going to be your final two going for the WWE uh, World Championship. And them overcoming 
somebody so big and powerful and looking like they're overmatched, it gives them that credibility that they've overcome all this, this huge obstacle on both their sides. They've gone through all this. Now the pinnacle of this is the world championship. Mm-hmm. That's, right. that's where I'm going right. with that. Patchy. Oh, you know, it's going to be Seth Rollins, but it's going to be a DQ finish. Simple. Oh, God. Uh, Think about it. it. Think about how do, how do we protect Seth Rollins, and then how do we build up Omos? I don't care about Omos, the, though. He just loses. Well, you know, dude, the dude is great, Kali 2.0. Let, like, let, let's get that. Set. At least Kali won a bit. Hey, yeah. don't forget, Kali is a former world heavyweight champion. It's true. He also had a great segment with Umaga backstage at one point. If they give the belt to Omos, we're going to have problems. Listen, I already told you my theory about that new world title. That's not even an Austin theory. Um, oh, no! But, but yeah, I, I'm agreeing with everybody. I'm, I'm taking Seth uh, Rollins. It's got to be him, and he's the one that's winning that belt. There's no doubt in my mind. All right, uh, Allie, up next, we have Rhea Ripley defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Zelina Vega. Does Zelina have a chance? Unfortunately, no. And as of right now, they're doing a mixed tag match on SmackDown with Rey and Zelina versus Rhea and Dominic. And unfortunately, I could see them getting the victory then, but, but Zelina's not getting the victory tonight. Jeff? You would have to think that Rhea's going to just... Is I well, I think Zelina's gonna have a great match and Rhea's gonna come out. That's my but how cool would it be the pop of Zelina Vega, somebody of Puerto Rican descent winning the title in Puerto Rico? It's like when Santino Morella won the championship in Milan, Italy. Italy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that will be a great feel good moment, but unfortunately it's gonna be uh, uh Rhea Ripley. Paji, oh, mommy always wins. <laughs> there you go, uh, Mike. Rhea next. Yeah, Rhea next. <laughs> Easy. There's no. I don't think there's any chance Elena does this because they haven't built her up enough. They haven't done anything with her. All right. I, I just I hope it's not a two minute together. match. It could be. It could go like two minutes. No, there's. Well, no, there's uh, another I, match. I there's another match that's going to go two minutes. We'll get into that. Um, uh, Jeff, Bianca Belair takes on EO Sky for the Raw Women's Championship. I I could see EO Sky winning this. Leading a feud to maybe breaking up damage control. So both titles are on SmackDown? Wait, Rhea's on Raw. Rhea's on Raw. Yeah, so you'd have the SmackDown uh, Women's Championship on, on Smackdown, Raw, and the Raw Women's Championship stays on SmackDown. How the whole discussion that they're gonna do the stupid swap again? Uh, yada yada yada, blah blah blah. It's like, boo, boo, I, I, I could, I mean, it would be, it would be interesting to see. I don't know. If you put it like that, then this might be a toss up on that one. Yeah, I this this I'll go. I'll I'll say it's a line draw on this one. You're not, I, you're not picking. Like, I would like to see Eoskai win. I love Eoskai. Just to see Bailey and her maybe feud and break up damage control. I think right, that well, might who, be... Who's your official prediction? 
Uh, I'll, I'll go with Bianca, I guess. Yeah, I'll go with Bianca. Mike? I don't know why you're asking me. Bianca's winning, and then she's going to feud with Charlotte until SummerSlam. Nope, nope, no, no, no. Wait, uh, stop. Wait, hold on. Is Ronda on SmackDown? Ronda's on Raw. Ronda's on Raw. <laughs> I hate to say this, but I have to go ditto with Mike on this, and we know who will win Money in the Bank and who will end up cashing in on either Bianca or Charlotte. You mean Rhea? Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> so you're going with you're going with Bianca as well? I hate to say I'm going with Bianca, and I think Bailey will be a two-time, two-time money in the bank winner. Oh, I thought you were going Ronda with that route. I was like, oh geez. Um, Patchy. Uh, it's weird. You know, everybody, you know, we're now we're in this conundrum of why are Raw Women's Champions on SmackDown and why are SmackDown Women's Champions on Raw? You know. Why are there no tag team championships on SmackDown? No, well, regardless, you know, this the tag team the tag team division with the men's we can discuss at a later point. There's ways around that. Bianca's gonna win, but they have to find a way to make sure that their world titles are back on their respective brands, unless we're just rebranding the title. The title is just as the WWE Women's Champion, and maybe we'll create the other one as the WWE Women's World Title. I mean, and then that, they... and, and and then that way we just drop this stupid Raw title name and SmackDown title name. We rebrand the, the women's titles. So I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna stay with Bianca, but that's how you get out of this conundrum of your titles being an opposite brand instead of playing the stupid hot potato. Right. I mean, hey, if they want to rebrand the tag titles and the women's titles, I'm all for that. All, all for that. Um, I'm not gonna lie, guys. I think this is easier than than Rhea Zelina. I think I, Bianca's winning. If Bianca beat Asuka at WrestleMania, I I just don't. She's Roman at this point. I don't see her losing that title to anybody. You know, back in her old NXT gimmick. You know what she is now with that title? Undefeated. Oh, yeah, it's just I I don't see her losing that title. And anytime soon, and it's definitely not to EO Sky. They have not built her up correctly, so I'm definitely going Bianca to retain. All right, Patchy Austin Theory defends the WWE United States Championship against Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed in a triple threat match. Ooh, Theory about to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you really think about it, there's a simple way on how this is going to end. There. As much as I want to see Bronson Reed win just for the wild card factor, Austin Theory is going to win, but it's going to be when Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed beat the living tar out of each other. And Bobby's going to spear Bronson. And then Bobby's going to get thrown out of the ring. Austin Theory goes for the cover one, two, three. That's how Theory retains. That's how, you know, I'm seeing it, but I want to see Bronson Reed win, win this match, but it's going to be Theory. Yeah, I'm with you, Patchy. It's 100% going to be Theory. I, I don't think there's any chance that Theory doesn't retain because, I mean, when we look back at it, the Cena match did absolutely nothing for him because he didn't look good in, in the victory. He doesn't look good now. It, like, it, it really it did nothing for him because Cena didn't care. Cena literally could get, could have probably given less than about that match. And so you really need to build Austin Theory's credibility back up. You need to give him this big win against uh, two monsters in Lashley and Bronson Reed and Lashley, he's your Roman match at SummerSlam. 
got to be your Roman match at SummerSlam. That's why he's on SmackDown. Lashley, Roman, that feels like a big match at SummerSlam. But I'm going Austin Theory retains. Mike? Yeah, Theory's going to retain. I would I'm going to throw I would throw a wild card in for the Roman match at SummerSlam, but I would be disappointed if it's Lashley. And that that would be AJ Styles. Mm, could be AJ. Now back, those, so. the, the OC got drafted to SmackDown so you could do that, but I personally would go Lashley, make Lashley feel Oh, you can go anyone you want. Yeah. But. Allie? I mean, first off, you can't have Lashley you can't have AJ Styles go up against Roman between now and next WrestleMania. But going back to the United States title, I was looking at it. Bronson Reed is on Raw, so unfortunately that's out. I thought he would win, but then again, you realize you need to keep building up theory. You need to keep having these strong champions. I hate to say, like, mm -mm. like Roman. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like if Austin Theory... Like, he will probably end up losing that title sometime in the summer. Probably. I would think so. Maybe that's a big moment at SummerSlam. Someone gets the title off theory. Maybe. It could be Braun Breaker. Could be. He yeah, hasn't like, been called up yet, but maybe after Battleground, we might get that surprise. Mm-hmm. Could get something like that. So you're going Theory Retains? I'm going to go Theory Retains. Okay. Uh, Jeff? Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Austin Theory. No, yeah, Reed is on Raw. Lashley, he could be feuding with um, with Roman again, but you know, keep that momentum going of Austin Theory. He's finally hitting a groove that I can tolerate. The whole mm-hmm. he's past the selfie thing. Yeah, thank God. But Bring I, I you know, selfies. <laughs> Uh, oh, I think at first it was kind of funny, and after a while, yeah. but um, I think now he's in his groove. He's starting to show some type of dominance on Raw, and he's going to deliver it on SmackDown. And realistically, I mean, he's your one of the future faces of the company. Oh yeah, he, he, like when they say he's the next Cena, I, I he's probably that guy he's probably the next big 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 star once some of the older guys kind of leave and retire do whatever Mm -hmm. i think he's i think i you know plus there was that rumor that they're going to want to try and um revamp all the old uh title um uh, what's the word i'm looking for uh like the the um Shoot, um, like the, the 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 you know how long somebody's had you know the records. I don't know. I could right. think of the word records. Yeah. So you know, I mean, with uh, they're going to want to try and revamp it. Maybe he becomes the longest reigning intercontinental champion. I mean, U.S. U.S. champion rather. Rather. Yeah. I mean, all he has to do is be John Moxley, who's now in AEW. I mean, formerly known as Dean Ambrose's reign. And let's see, Theory's had it since Survivor Series. So you'd have to go until next year's Mania almost. That's, that's, a, that's a risk, but I think they could they could try that. All right, Mike, up next we've got 
Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn taking on the bloodline, that being Solo Sokoa, Jey Uso, and Jimmy Uso in a six-man tag match. Give me the team of the barefooted Canadians. <laughs> Bro? Bro, the barefooted Canadian bros. Uh, continues the kind of tension you can feel between Roman and Solo and the Usos. It continues, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the barefoot Canadian bros. Allie. Oh, I got a weird feeling that this feud is gonna go on a little longer. So I'm gonna have to go with the bloodline winning. Now, now remember they are all on different brands. Zayn Owens true. got drafted to Raw and the Bloodline got drafted to SmackDown. That's true, but then again, you don't know what's going to happen to the tag titles. This is where it comes in. True. Very the true. Tag titles. Mm-hmm. Do you make the bloodline prove themselves? They are oh. worthy for the tag titles. They already did it. They already did the rematch. No. It's over. Of the SmackDown tag titles. I did not say the first oh, God. I this. They got to split the tag titles. Yeah, so you're going bloodline? I'm going bloodline. Jeff? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going bloodline. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Patchy? <laughs> oh, bloodline. Okay. So we got three bloodlines, one good guys. I'm going team good guys with Mike. I, I think this is the end of the feud. You have to end this because I think if you're not doing Lashley at SummerSlam, then you got to do Jay. This, it's got to be Jay. I think Jay's makes the most sense for SummerSlam if you're not doing a Lashley or an AJ. I think you got to do Jay Uso because I think that would be a marquee match you could sell SummerSlam off of, like a no-holds-barred whatever match between Roman and Jay. The, the bloodline finally snaps. It ends after three-plus years. <clears throat> so I'm going to go the Team Good Guys when to continue, like Mike said, to continue that dissension uh, in the bloodline. Or you could do Roman and Solo versus the Usos. That would also be acceptable. I think that would be also fun. Um, Really build Solo up and really keep the Usos strong. Allie, that... that, What were you going to say, Jeff? I was going to say, the reason I I was picking the bloodline, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, is I'm thinking Solo could get the win over picking whoever between Riddle, Owens, and Zayn who you would want to put them over. But make it so that his he, even though he got to victory, he was almost upset by some type of bad decision or mm. something like that bun, done by Jimmy and Jay or one or the other, and that you know that could further the cracks, but shows Solo still dominance, and they I think they're going to still want to push him uh, up the ladder a little bit more. So maybe he takes the win over Matt Riddle. Maybe. And definitely could do something like that. All right, Allie. Bad Bunny takes on Damian Priest in a San Juan street fight. Oh, my gosh. My first off, CC. This is great. You have two Puerto Ricans clashing it out. I, I mean, I, that is a tough one for me. I mean, who do you either let Damian Priest get the win to improve the judgment day? Or do you let Bad Bunny win because Hometown he's Bad Pop. Bunny? You're going Bad Bunny? I feel like I'm going to go Bad Bunny on this one. Patchy, how about you? Oh, uh, well, 
Bad Bunny's the host of Backlash. <laughs> no, no, he says he's no longer the host because he's a competitor. Oh, he's well, he's a competitor, so we won't. We'll still call him the host of Bad Bunny. But you technically were promoting Bad Bunny. Yeah. We were promoting Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's going to pull out a destroyer. We know that for a fact. <laughs> uh, off the stage through 10 tables and steel yeah. and Through the announce table. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear Michael Cole call it a Canadian destroyer. So no, they don't call well, it that. It's the Bunny Destroyer. <laughs> the Bunny Destroyer. <laughs> destroyer. All right. Are so, you going Bad Bunny, Apache? I'm going to go Bad Bunny, but this time, instead of going through the Spanish announce table, they're going to go through the regular announce table just to. Yes. <laughs> the Spanish announce table will survive this match. The Spanish announce table survives this entire show. That would be really funny. That'd be a, that would be a very funny touch. I'll give it that. Uh, Jeff, how about you? Has to be Bad Bunny. Has to be. Yeah. I can't imagine the crowd. They they might storm storm the castle, as they say, if if Bad Bunny loses. Yeah. You mean the beaches? Yes. Yes, storm the beaches. <laughs> Actually, no, I believe there is a castle in Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah, there probably is. I'll have to look it up. Um well, I know there's probably some sort of fort there because of like history. Well, yeah. And right. Wars. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mike, how about you? All right. First of all, this match needs three things. One, the Los Boricuas have to return. <laughs> Two, Patchy's right. We're going to see a destroyer, but they got to call it the Puerto Rican destroyer. And three, oh. I really need Michael Cole or someone to just say it's no longer bad bunny, it's good bunny. Because I, I don't want to make some bad. But I, I'm gonna. I don't understand how you could pick against the bunny, so I'm gonna go with Bugs Bunny's best friend, Bad Bunny. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 also Adam Rose's favorite bunny too. Yes. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna make it. Don't be a lemon. Be a rose, bud. Yeah. I'm gonna make it a clean sweep. I'm going Bad Bunny as well. Uh. That this is gonna have so much shenanigans in it. It's gonna be LWO interference. It's gonna be Judgment Day interference. There's gonna be Ray Dominic fighting again. There's gonna be Ray and Zelina fighting. There's gonna be, you know, Raul Mendez and you know. It, uh, Damian Priest are gonna be going at it, and Finn Balor. They're all gonna be in this match. That's why I think that's why only Ripley's having another match on the show. Like it, it, it's gonna be crazy interference, crazy just dives and things from everybody. But I do think Bad Bunny will end up getting the win uh, in the very end. Look and Kiskidors come back. They too. need a special guest referee. Who? And I'm gonna throw out a name that. As a fan of old school TV shows, I would totally pop. About 90% of the audience would not know who he was, but I don't care. Juan Epstein. And I can tell some people do not know. Not Welcome back, Carter. Juan Epstein. From Welcome Back, Carter. Oh, my God. With John Travolta. Oh, but I, you know, you know who would really, really cool is Savio Vega. That would be fun. That would be really, really, really fun if, if they got they got uh, Dilo back or uh, Savio Vega back. Uh, all right, Savio Vega would be really cool. Yeah. All right, Jeff. We've come to what we assume is going to be the main event as Cody Rhodes takes on Brock Lesnar. I'm going Cody 
Cody, Cody with a. I, I think he'll hit him with the Cody cutter for the one, two, three. Mm-hmm. I think I think he's going to win this match. Patchy, adrenaline in my soul. I got sent to Suplex City. It's gonna be the F5 King Lesnar. You're going Lesnar. Yes. All right. Uh, Mike, what about you? Really want Brock just to come out in the tractor, but I don't know if I'm getting that. Um, I, I think it has to be Cody. So I'm going to go Cody. Allie? This is going to be tough, but I'm going to do something that I've said before with the with the Brock and Omos match at WrestleMania. It's going to end in a no contest. This is going to go to Night of Champions. You you did it. You didn't have it there, Allie. <laughs> so pissed off. They should have done. The ring should have collapsed. Um, I I can't believe I'm the only one, but Patchy, I'm with you. And I don't think Brock Lesnar just beats Cody Rhodes. I think he squashed him in a minute. I think this is. I really think this is three suplexes and F five. We go home. I, I really, no, they're, they're gonna. No, drag I really, it out a I don't bit. see Cody Rhodes getting one offensive maneuver in this match because they have to build up the adversity. They're, they're gonna do been that. built do... up, huh? Like have him take the beating, whether he wins or loses. Yeah, and Cody's a loser, so he just loses. <laughs> well, he man, wins. I can't wait for them to bring back Stardust. I'm telling you, man, I, Cody's getting very. I don't know. Um, but you yeah, know, I seriously to leave and go back to all elite wrestling. Probably this rate, I'm guessing, because I, I I don't know what you do here, because you're just doing Cena 2012 over again. If you do it right, maybe it works. But I, you should have pulled the trigger at 30s. Not you should pull the trigger at WrestleMania, um, because if Cody wins the Rumble again to challenge Roman again, it's just gonna seem just so repetitive. It's like we already did this. Also, just just to go piggyback off of you for a second, just because you created a new title does not mean that's the person who should get it. Just because you are afraid to pull the trigger at Mania. Well, no, Cody should not win that title. No, right. That's my point. Don't pop out with it. His story is to win the WWE Championship and to beat Roman. That's what it should be. If that's at SummerSlam, if that's at next year's Mania, whatever, I don't know. But I think Brock Lesnar's killing Cody Rhodes here to build up the adversity that they've got to keep going. And I don't think he'd kill a man on, on television. <laughs> yeah, they've done worse. They've done something similar. But, all right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Face Turn Podcast. Check out the website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for great blogs, vlogs, planes, trains, automobiles, and all of our other podcasts that we do at this network. And for Allison Wiener, Jeff Knapp, Lawrence Patchman Lang, and the pun master, Mike Rifkin, I'm Noah Trombley. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Face Turn Podcast, part of the Sports City Network. Enjoy Backlash, and we'll catch you guys next time.